rising powerful beings setbacks are set a lot of people think that when you have a mishap when you have a a, a lump on the road it's a setback but guess what it's actually setting you up setbacks or setups it depends on how you look at it right it's not what happens it's how you respond to it so cliche but you remember these terms because when you look at the dirt thrown at you and you realize it's compost you start using the dirt to grow some people look at situations that's not favorable as unfavorable situations some people look at that as a opportunity to grow so that's what i'm going to be talking about today during this episode of ed talks daily how setbacks are setups and how to actually see the light in the darkness how to utilize the times that you think that yo my thing is not working to actually become more creative and innovative somebody told me this and it inspired me a lot and this is where i get my fire and drive from every day i realized that yo when you're the underdog you work so hard to become the top dog that you put your head down you're in the gym 24 7. when you come out you come out a beast because everybody that thought they were so good was just like practice you talking about practice but you out here you practicing every single day so there's a different fire different drive so setbacks are setups if you go to practice some people when they lose a game they actually go party Kobe said yo you party we just lost a game you out here in the Miami Beach you getting your turned up on Kobe's like yo no nah, you need to go back to the gym and shoot that shot a hundred times so setbacks are only setups when you set yourself up not when you set yourself back with the setback <laughs> setbacks are only setups when you set yourself up and I'm not talking from a book but from experience I'm saying I didn't have a place to stay instead of like doing other stuff I was at the library that's a setback that's a setup I'm saying I took an opportunity out of a, 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 a scarcity moment I said when I didn't have a gym I'm gonna use my outdoor so setbacks becoming setups is not the lack of resources that affect you negatively but it's the act of resourcefulness it's the mindset of being resourceful because then you realize you're full of resources and we're gonna say this a couple of times and I and I love to do this in my workshops and my seminars if you haven't been to one or the rising prime meetings and I recommend that you show up to one I said this if you're successful it means that you're full of success if you're powerful it means you're full of power if you're resourceful it means that you're full of resources the thing is a lot of us we're full of a lot of resources but the only time we really get them out of us the only time we tap in to the resource that's within is when we are in a place where we have to right a lot of times we don't become resourceful because we're full of resources we become resourceful when we realize oh my goodness there's a lack of resources so resourceful says listen i don't need more to do more i need more ideas to do more with what i have so somebody said like yo i i need this new equipment no you need to become creative in utilizing where you're at to get where you want to be because in that creativity is innovation why most people look at the gap between what they don't have and what they need as putting me back some people look at the gap between what they don't have yet and what they desire as an opportunity to be creative and innovative
So you might see obstacles as a way of challenging you, but obstacles is a way of challenging to release the best you. Obstacles is actually a challenge for growth. It actually helps you grow. Now somebody said, hey, are you sure? Because I don't feel so good. I have a lot of challenges in my life. Let me ask you a question. Have those challenges caused you to seek for solutions? Yes? No, maybe. If those challenges causes you to seek for solution, it means that now you are actually being urged to become more resourceful. And because of your resourcefulness, now you're going to get something else out of, out of it. So like, while some people say, hey, I have a challenge. Here's this challenge. And this challenge is unbearable. Somebody says, hey, I have a challenge. How can I grow to be able to combat this challenge? Yo, so there's David and Goliath. Now, what David did was, listen, Goliath was a big threat. Now, Goliath is a big threat and many armies and many people tried to battle this man before. But guess what? David saw this challenge and what David did says, hey, I'm going to put continuous practice. He took his gift and he put continuous practice on his gift. All right. What Joseph did. He just kept using his gift of, of interpreting dreams. And guess what? His dream made room for him. His gift made room for him. Guess what he did? So guess what? In the moment where you feel like, yo, I'm down and about. I'm in the jail cell of my, my, my rut. Guess what you need to do? You need to start to become a dreamer. Interpret those dreams. And then utilize the gifts God gave you practicing them over time practice 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 bettering them and they actually set you up somebody said hey we're living in a i help people economy we're living in the information age when you're living in the utilizing your experiences as a blueprint for somebody else to grow through that so you're saying your setbacks are literally setups for your creation and value add to the world especially if you're a healer if you're a teacher if you're a coach Whatever you grew through, your growth through is your curriculum. Let's repeat that a couple of times so people in the back can hear me and the birds across the street can hear me and the plants can wake up. Your go through is your teachable moment that you're able to teach. So what you go through is what you grow through. Let's say that a couple of times. What we go through is what we grow through if we look at it as an opportunity to grow. Some people say, hey, I'm facing a major challenge with my health right now. I feel so bad about it. I don't know if I could ever. I need you to dismantle that, that limiting belief. I know that if I apply myself, I can. I will and I must. I am determined to get better. Hey, high blood pressure is not the end of me. I will find the tease. I will move. I will release the sludge in my blood. Cancer is not the end of me. I will find the holistic practices to help me overcome this. I will change my lifestyle. I will deal with the emotions. I will start to heal from the traumas that has became disease in my body. I will start to move. I will start to breathe. I'm going to start showing up to rise in prime. Cancer will not define me. So in the midst of your chaos, you can see it as a setup for you to transform the way you've been living or experiencing life. A lot of people don't wake up until they find out their sleep. And a lot of people don't find out their sleep till the sleep is too painful. Till you start choking in your sleep 
and you're like, oh my goodness, I've been sleepwalking through life and it's painful. I ought to change. So sometimes the best spark for change is a spark of pain. Because sometimes we don't do nothing about the underlying factor, the disease, up until you feel pain. A lot of people don't do anything about the underlying factor, the disease, up until they feel the pain. So pain is an indication that a change needs to happen. So we don't say pain is, oh my goodness. No, pain is your body protecting you with signals saying, hey, deal with this area here. So you're like, hey man, I'm, I'm in this extreme pain. Well, this is your opportunity to grow. Setbacks are setups for betterment. And you're like, yo, if you deal with this pain, you're gonna deal with an ongoing underlying issue. You're like, hey man, I got, I got a pain on my right. Like my kidney's hurting, man. You know, my kidney, there's something off with my kidney. And you come to find out you've been living in the spirit of fear all your life. So every day you were waking up in fear. You were walking around in fear. You were so scared about life. And this fear became housed in you. It became disease. And now your kidneys are affected. And over time, over time, over time, now you're developing kidney stones. And now, boom, it has reached to a point where you said, it is too much for me. And you say, I'm going to change my lifestyle. So a lot of times, setbacks is not just an indication that something needs to change setbacks is a push for you to transform the way you live setbacks is a push for you to change the way you think about things setbacks is a is a is a, is a shift within you that says enough is enough i've had it at some point in the life god, god will take you back in order for you to see what he has ahead for you a lot of times in your life god will say sit you down so you can see how you can stand up truly in your spirit so guess what setbacks are set up for your future but you got to have the mentality so in every situation that come your way i want you to see how you can grow and become better out of that situation how you can learn how, how you can apply what you learn so every situation i want you to think of how can i grow and how can i apply what i've learned from this situation now, even though some situations are not situations you should really have to be part of, it shouldn't be something you, you get into because it sucks. You don't deserve that. Even though some situations are not are not situations you should get yourself into, some situations still help you grow because out of that situation you can see that hey, look, oh man, I don't I don't want to deal with this. It's either you you learn to set boundary out of that situation. Or you let to set a standard. It's either you learn to set a boundary or a standard. A boundary says, hey, I've let too much of this negativity obstruct or come in. Uh, and, and, and a standard says, hey, I'm going to build a wall of defense with my offense. One of them is I'm going to build a bridge or a defense system so that things don't come and intrude. And the other one is I'm going to build an offensive way of putting forth towards certain things that that I stand for every day so so that guess what because you know a man or woman who stands for nothing will fall for anything so when you say I have standards you're saying I'm going to stand up straight in my power and I'm not going to let anything waver me a man who stands for nothing fall for anything a man or woman who stands for nothing will be swayed by the wind so how do you stand still and in your power and empowered? To stand still and in your power and empowered, you have to realize that, guess what? 
it's not what happened to you is how you respond to it therefore it's not what happened to you it's not their responsibility it's your responsibility so it's not what life of causes on you or inflicts upon you it's what you respond to life with so you have to start to take responsibility for what's happening to you by realizing it in some way or the other kind of happened for you it's either to tell you how to no longer live or how to properly live these things are coming in your way right now because there is an, another evolution of you god is not trying to break you He's not trying to hurt you. God is trying to reveal the true essence. The training ground for the revelation of your essence and your truth and the reality of who you really are is a training ground that feels unbearable. It is the boot camp called life. You have to lift. You have to grunt. You have to practice. You talking about practice? Yes, I'm talking about practice. Now, life is a practical thing. Which means that there's practicality in living. So there, you have to practice in order to become better. So somebody said, yo, Ed, what are you talking about, man? What do I need to practice? Listen, you have to practice how you respond, your character. You have to practice how you communicate. You have to practice in everything. So it is a constant practice. Don't say, hey, yo, what, what is it? No, it is a practice. All right. So it's not what happens to you, it's how you respond to it. But you have to take responsibility for what happens even when it's not your fault. Even when you have nothing to do with it. You have to be able to accept it. Not accept it and say this is right, this is how it must be. But accept it and say this is what it is. And then from there on you say I accept it, this is what it is. But this is what I decide. It is the decision that will allow you to cut from cut from the things that's not working for you it is a decision to say hey i'm going to cut from this habit pattern it is a decision that says i'm going to cut from this environment it is a decision that says i'm going to cut from from this food because you're saying hey this happened because hey it's either i allowed it to happen because i didn't set enough boundaries for myself or i didn't create enough values that i stuck to that brought me in the right path and because of that, I am going to readjust. And out of that readjustment, I'm going to improve. When you readjust out of the things that is a setback, this is how you set yourself up. When you say, hey, look, it didn't work that way. My business didn't work that way. Marketing didn't work this way. Let me promote it that way. How do I have readjust? How, what, is in my, what in my character do I need to refine? What in my habits do I need to refine? What in my mindset do I need to refine? What in my circle do I need to refine? What in my routine do I need to refine? What in my education plan do I need to refine? How do I need to refine the music I listen to, the shows that I watch, the people I hang around? So life is a constantly refining process. Now somebody says everything that ain't glittered ain't gold. Well guess what? Gold is dug up from the dirt gold is dug up from the dirt it has to be refined it has to go through a line of fire and then it becomes diamond i mean it has to go through a line of fire before it gets refined and then it starts shining like a diamond you want to shine like a diamond but you don't want to get refined by like a diamond so the fire that you're enduring is a test of character one but it's a test to see is this person a true diamond 
or do they just look like it? Look like a diamond, shine like a diamond, not like a diamond. Not a diamond because life has to test the true essence of you. And once you say, hey, it's hot and you run away, God said, oh, that's not a diamond over there. The stone is still needs to be refined and you go back in the dirt. Guess what? Either ways, dirt is going to be thrown at you. It's either you cover yourself in dirt and in shame and feeling bad about what you didn't do or you get yourself planted in the compost and that's going to compose your dreams. I said the composition or your dreams are often the things that feel painful, unbearable, the things that cover you up, the things, the challenges mold a certain strength and efficacy and impact within your own very cells, body, spirit, energy, all of it. You're like, you mean to tell me the training ground for who I am becoming is the challenges I'm going through because guess what? You don't go through challenges, you grow through overcome them. <laughs> you grow to overcome it. So don't ask for life to be easier, ask to be better. Somebody said, hey, I want to pray God, pray God, please don't give me no challenges, no tests. I do not want to walk through the shadows of the valley of death, God. Can you just take me to the milk and honey <laughs> right now? Nah, says no, you got to go through it because if I give you the milk and honey, you just going to indulge in it. You just going to eat it all up and you going to forget what it took to get there and you going to waste all the milk and honey. So guess what? The shadows or the valleys of that, those hard times, those moments where you're just like, yo, it's so hard. The, the shadows of the valleys of depth. When, you, when you're in debt, you can't pay. When, when you get that eviction, when you get that car taken away, all of these things are saying, hey, this person really wants it. It's like you walk at the door and you knock and then, and then the universe is trying to dictate, oh, is this person... Is this person going to stick long enough for me to give them this much responsibility? Listen, before you give in the responsibility of carrying out the task, God has a responsibility of you knocking the door. And the, the longer you knock and God says, oh, this person keep knocking, the door will be open onto you. Why? Because if you can't knock the door long enough for it to be open, do you think you're going to stay in that room and, and long enough for you to actually fulfill what God set out for you? Not really. So before there's a vetting process before you're given higher responsibility. The vetting process before you given higher responsibility is how much you knock on the door. Somebody said, hey, I wanted to do this last year. I started doing it. Things went hard, so I quit. Well, guess what? You didn't knock on the door long enough. And the, and the universe ain't going to open the door for you up until you say, how bad do you really want this? You're like, hey, I've been producing over and over. I've been doing this over and over. I've been working so hard, man. It's been years and years and years. Guess what? You got to keep on knocking. Well, guess what? You're like, man, I've been knocking this. I, maybe you need to start knocking on the window. Maybe you need to go from a different perspective. Maybe like your dream is not in the back door. Maybe you need to walk to the front door. Maybe you need to build enough belief to go to the top floor. Sometimes, not only are we knocking and knocking and knocking and we quit knocking at the door, sometimes we're knocking at the wrong door because we're not listening to our intuition. You're like, why is that door not open yet? Oh, you're not supposed to go through that door. And not all of the time, you're like, how do I know? Well, how do you know comes from you. You're like, yo, maybe this is not the door to be knocking on right now. 
somebody said like, yo, I want to master the world. I want to run a multi-million dollar corporation and you can't run a multi-hundred bank account. So God is saying, I need you to knock on the door of refining your personal finances, of getting yourself together before you can go out and take the world on. Somebody says, yo, I, I get in fear whenever I start to perform my art, and I, I, but I want to empower, I want to be in front of millions of people. God is saying, be in front of tens, refine, let go of this fear, so that way you can knock on this door and you'll be in front of millions. So sometimes the door you're knocking on that you're, you're so frustrated that you're not opening is because there's another door that you need to practice first. You ever been to like a scary experience? I don't know, like a Hollywood, Hollywood experience and you knock and you get in one door and then it's like a level of fear and you walk in another door, then another door and it gets more exciting as you go along. Life is almost like that, 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 that experience and it's like every door that you walk into, yo, you are being, you're working in stages so now you're standing stronger. You, look, if you want to stand before kings and not mean men, first, sometimes you got to stand amongst the roaches. Somebody said, what? What do I mean by that? You're going to go through the struggle from the dirt. Get it from the dirt. Somebody said like, bro, you were able to, to how, did you, how did you level up your level of faith and belief and confidence and impact? Well, guess what? I took it level by level. I need you to listen. Have you been knocking on that door over and over and that door, you know, ain't, this ain't the right door. You're like, yo, my job, my job, my career, my career, corporate ladder, corporate ladder. And you're like, it's not working for me. That's because God gave you this gift, yo. And God is like, man, I got, I got, look at this gift. Look, you, you got a gift that a lot of people don't have. Look what you're creating. Like, this is art. Like, this is art. Your art is inspirational. Your art is impactful. Your art is needed. Your, pack, your art fills a gap in the world. God is saying, hey, I know you're knocking at this door. You, you want this so bad because you've been programmed that this is the building that you need to walk into. But I need you to walk into the temple of your talents of your gifts. There was a point where I was knocking at a lot of doors. I wanted them to accept and open for me. But when I started to knock in the door of my temple and I refined and worked on myself, I realized that the building I was trying to go into was the temple of my being. Mm, that was my spiritual enlightenment. Because I thought I needed to be externally violated where I need to internally reveal who I am. And that in itself is the value. The moment that happened for me, a major shift happened in my life. I started to go inside to look for the solutions and I found out that they were already in me. Setbacks are setups for your future. Setbacks, what setbacks do for you is it allows you to sit your ass down to reflect on yourself. So many people are not moving inward to move forward because they're so busy walking fast towards a door that's not even the door they want to get into. Some people are literally running to the grave because they're forgetting to go within themselves to live out the life God gave them. They're running to the grave chasing a job, chasing a, a, the next certificate, the next accomplishment. That means nothing rather than chasing and revealing what God has given them. So what I want to say to you is I want you to look at all the things in your life right now that you say is I don't like it. And I want you to say, hey, I don't like it. 
But in spite of don't, I don't like what's going on, I'm going to do it anyway. In spite of it. Every day I'm going to get up. I'm going to do what I was set out here to do. In fact, I'm not just going to do it. I'm going to do it so well that, look, I'm going to create my art in such a way that it's so well that they can, the world cannot ignore it because it's just top level. Like, yo, your delay is a fire build to refine the diamond that is in your seed. The delay is, is the fire being, look, the longer you stay in that fire and you come out, there's a, there's a glow that comes with you. You're like, yo, this person walked through this furnace and they survived. Now, people want to know, how did you... Setbacks are setups for impact. Setbacks are setups for a testimony for people to see what's possible. Setbacks are set up for you to build something more powerful in your music. For you to build something more powerful in your speeches. For you to build something more powerful in your art. For you to build more something more powerful in your creation. Because you said, hey, listen. Oh my goodness. The door is not being opened. You're like, I'm going to refine. I'm going to work on my knock. So some people, they have the same old boring knock. Po, 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 po. And this is just an analogy. They're like, I'm knocking the same way. The universe got bored of your knock. They're like, oh my goodness, this person's so repetitive. They pray for the same thing. They're obviously not even growing. Oh my goodness, they got the same rhythm of the knock. They got the same pattern of a knock. Same pattern. God's saying, when is this person going to get more creative? By that, I mean the way you're changing up how you do things, how you present your business, how you present your brand, how much you produce. I'm like, oh my goodness, when is this person going to get creative? And then you're like, boom, 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 boom. God's like, oh, snap, the universe. And, you know, the energies that be is like, oh, wow, how? This person is starting to think. They're starting to become more creative. I cannot ignore that. And then now you start doing the whole orchestra. Now you're adding all types of music. You, The door will just be like, oh my goodness, this person got so much better. So sometimes your knock has to improve in order for you to be, to be worthy to walk in the room and prove how you knock. Knocking is acting. Knocking is producing. Knocking is saying, hey, listen, I'm not just asking for this. I'm acting for this. Knocking is, I'm not just asking for this, acting for this. I'm practicing so that when you give this to me, I'm holding it and I'm going to make it prosperous for you. That I'm going to be the type of person that when God blesses me with one, I will produce ten. There was a master who had many servants. And he gave one of his servants a couple of talents. A couple, meaning two. He gave one and one. He gave another one about three. So, the one who had three went and he multiplied it and he got some more. The one who had two went and multiplied it and got some more. The person who got one said, hey, master, thank you for the gift. I appreciate it, boss man. You know what? I'm going to take your gift. I'm going to hide it. I'm going to bury it. I won't do nothing with it. So, it can be safe and secure. When you come back, I'll give it right back to you. And, you know, I will have earned my respect. Master said, hey, I gave you a talent. And at the time, a talent was measurements of wealth actually met millions and the talent could be actually a piece of mineral so the one person guy said hey look listen the master i mean said listen i'm gonna take your talent i'm gonna give it to the guy who had three he's like master that's not fair but i took your talent i hit it i took care of it now you're back here it is 
I didn't produce no fruit. I didn't help nobody with this talent. I didn't inspire nobody. I didn't bring no change and evolution. I just hit it because I was so scared of our losing it. God said, listen, if you're not going to take my talent and use it, I'm going to take it. I'm going to give it to the next man. So some of you, the room that God created for you, the building that, that, that is for you, God gave it to somebody else. The people you were supposed to lead, you didn't strengthen yourself and fortify yourself enough to lead that. And God said, listen, we can't give, listen, I can't let my people grow with that person because they're not growing themselves. The people that God put in your path is for a reason. I want you to realize this. What gifts within you has been laying dormant because you're tired of knocking on the door that you said, hey, I'm just going to walk into the corporate building and spend 40 years there and die and then leave. Do you want to keep knocking on your own? Do you want to redeem your home that God has for you or do you want to go and beg in somebody else's building? Oh, please let me in. Give me some stipend here. Can you give me a better salary? God is saying, listen, I got a whole mansion for you, my guy. You're like, no, I know, God, you got a mansion for me. But it's been raining, it's been storming, there's been hurricanes. When you go open the doggone door, God is saying, come on, I need you to be more creative. God is saying, listen, I'll open the door for you, but I need to make sure. I need to ensure that when you walk in this building, you're going to be the head of it. Be the head and not the tail. God is saying, look, oh, you walk inside of the building, but now you don't even have the, you not even see yourself as royalty. So now you think you're the peasant in your own building. You think you're going to be able to operate and run this household that God prepared for you? God will prepare us a table in front of your enemies. But guess what? Some of us, we're not, we can't sit at that table because we're too scared of our enemies. We're like, oh, my enemy's right there. So, oh, let me go run away from the table. No, that's your table. Your food is on there. Your, your wealth is on there. But I need you to look at your enemies in the eye and say though i walk through the shadow of the valley of death i shall fear no evil for thou art with me who are you again this is my room get the hell out of here my space i came to claim it my name is on it don't you see my picture on the wall this is my abundance my wealth and i've knocked long enough i've waited for the rains to fall on me long enough listen i went through the storms the the headaches and i'm ready for the the dream i'm ready for the gift I'm ready for what God has in store for me. That's my message and I'm sticking to it. Setbacks are setups for your future, y'all. So think of this as a rejuvenation, as a battery, as an energy. And I want you to remember, the next time you feel like giving up, remember, yo, how do I get more creative? Am I knocking? So listen, don't ask for it to be easier. Ask for you to become better. So how you get better is by being more resourceful. It's not the lack of delay is giving you more time to refine. Your delay is giving you more time to refine, but you're so busy feeling bad about the delay. You want to get there so fast. God has said, look, if you actually use the delay, you will create something other people won't be able to because they never went through it. They don't know how it feels like to be delayed like you've been delayed. And you think your delay is the problem, but your delay is the setup for the solution, not only to your life, but somebody else's. My guru is my speech today. Somebody say, yo, it's powerful. I feel it. Well, I went through it. I go through it. So I grow through it. That's what I'm giving you. Nothing more, nothing less.
I'm like, yo, but what if I had gotten there two, three, four years ago and I just said, I want to be a successful motivational speaker, holistic health coach, and boom, I'm successful. Everybody knows me. I never went through nothing. And I'm like, hey, you can live your dreams. I'm like, but I never went through nothing. But, but I went through stuff. I, I was homeless, lost my car, lost my house. Those things were nothing. But then my biggest pains were the emotional things, the, 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 the things I had to heal from that I'm still healing from. Those were the things that made me realize, oh, I can gain the world, but if I don't master my inner world, the world will fall right on me. I'm like, yo, I want to do a big mission. If I don't have a certain aura and energy about me, I will fold. So God is saying, look, I got a great thing for you, but I need you to be a, I need you to rest. I need to see king in you before you get in the throne. Somebody says, when does a prince become a king? A prince was a king the moment he became a prince. It's just that this what this prince had to learn the ways of the king so that when he takes hold of the kingdom, he knows what to do. So guess what? The, you're like, yo, how long does this prince going to take to become a king? How long is this prince going to learn how to live in that king mentality and power? So I was always a king, but God is saying, look. You got, there's so much stuff that you're going to do in this world. You're going to move so, like you will speak and mountains will move. You're like, what? That sounds really, how would you speak and mountains will move? You're like, that sounds pretty impossible, God. God says, hey, if you think it's impossible, you need some more growth. Because you're not dreaming big enough. So I need you to grow more. So guess what? I need to give you more challenges. You're like, no. <laughs> you're like, I didn't mean that. Like, I just wanted to. No, God said, oh, no, I'm sorry. I want you to get stronger, so I need you to go to the gym. You're like, God, practice? You talk about practice? No, I want to play the game right now. He's like, okay, I can put you in the game, but do you want to break your neck? You're like, I don't think so. Sometimes God is trying to prepare you so much so that you don't break a leg right when you don't just, oh, oh my goodness, I pulled a strain. You're like, man, how long, how long are we going to be stretching? How long are we going to be we getting at? How long are we going to be? Re, how long is this going to be? God said, you better keep stretching because I know what lies ahead for you. You better keep lifting them weights because I know what lies ahead for me. You better keep refining because I know what has ahead for you. Your your vision is so big, you got to get big. You get what I'm saying? Like, look, if you really watch my podcast back, 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 you're going to see the evolution from my energy, from the way that I speak, from the way that I talk, from the way that I stand up, from how my chest is, from how I look. All of it transformed because God has something so big in store that he says, I need to refine you. I need you to get you stronger. I need you to get you better. So you ever got to a place in your life where you felt like, yo, I'm really good now. And then something happened. You, you question everything. You're like, oh, snap. I thought I was. But look. That happens to me so many times, it make, it humbles me to understand I need to keep growing because I'm not who I th thought I was because obviously there are stuff I need to work through. So the refining process is, listen, I'm going to give you a little moment of refine. I'm going to give you a little bit of success and then I'm going to take it away again and I'm going to give you some more and up until I really see that you can grow. And somebody says, who's doing all of this? When I'm mentioning God, God is not coming down to earth and doing all of this to you. There are rules and laws that set in place. So it's divine laws and rules that causes this to happen. So it is actually the God within. 
the thoughts that you think, the behaviors, the energies you put out in the world. So somebody think it's just it's the hand of God is like a, a mystical hand coming and doing stuff to you. No, the hand of God is too many hands. Your hands. Somebody says, when? How can evil have to do with God? Listen, the divine has many sources. You're like, yo, even evil causes specific shifts and God work it within it? Yes. Listen, there are many hands that will come. They won't be, it won't be the divine, but it will be the divine and others. You're like, yo, God sent me a message. Did God just, oh, hey, it is I, God, you must go forward. But now you watch a live video like, oh my goodness, this resonates with my spirit. It's like, this was for me. God sent you a message. The hand of God is your hand. But God is saying, you're my hand and look at what you're doing with it. You're just scratching your head. I need you to start being the hand. God is saying, come on, you are the hand. I have something for you to do. Do it. Get refined. All right. Big energy for the big assignment. That's right. God frequencies. A soldier only. No Shout out to Chakra underscore DJ. A soldier only knows his strength when he meets his foe. I resonate, brother. So do I. I shout out to Abaya Art. Dot Art. Your pain and getting out of it is your resume. Getting out of it is your resume. And we live in a teach people how to society. I help people society. Why? Because people need help. That's why we live in that society. And your pain and getting out of it is your resume. That is powerful. Because guess what everybody want to do? Get out of their pain and get into pleasure. And impressive.ites, impressiveites says big energy for the big assignment. That's right. Big energy going to come with big challenges. I Look, ask God for more challenges because it means you're getting refined some more. All right. Listen, y'all, if you want to grow with me on the daily, you're like, man, powerful podcast, Ed. You know what's more powerful than just the podcast? Priming your mind. Every single day. Today I had a powerful rising prime. We did the 10 minute check in. We did the movement. We did the qigong. Which gets your energy in a certain way. Right. Tomorrow is Friday. So it's free. You just have to go to risingprime.co. And you can get yourself a free ticket. Hop in. Try it out. This rising prime is a daily rising routine. A lot of people haven't tried it out yet. So basically we did the movement. And then I introduced that we're reading a book. Well, you know, we're reading E-Myth Enterprise by Michael Gerber. So every single day, a tribe of wellness seekers and healers meet together and we do certain things to prime our day effectively. So that includes movement, Qigong. I teach the art of energy mastery, which is called Qigong, mastering your life force energy. Right? That reduces stagnation, inflammation, and stuck emotions and helps you transform to a higher state of being. And then we bring a personal development topic of which we're specifically growing in different areas. Now, we have finances, we have business, we got brand, we got emotional health, we got um, your physical, we got nutrition. So different days, different subjects for different growth. Today, we were talking about business. Now, and then we close all of that with a powerful intertwined way of manifesting, which is from powerful affirmations. Say some affirmations and that helps you grow and elevate. So if that's something that you are interested in, 
and you say, hey, I would like to try this tomorrow, just go to riseandprime.co. All right, go to riseandprime.co and you're going to be able to get access to this rising routine. Okay, you're going to get it one day access to the rising routine. And then if you say, hey, you know what? I actually don't want to just do this one time. I want to do it seven days straight. I just want to try it out. Then you go to holisticlifestyletribe.com and then you'll be able to do get the rest. Okay. So first, I want to recommend that you do the first step is sign up for tomorrow. Just come through. Come through the rising routine and prime, which is powerful being. One of the principles of elevating to the next level is the mastermind principle. Right, a lot of people try to do it by themselves. They knock, they knock, they knock, they knock. But what if you can have some other people that says, oh, this is how that door opens, right? It'll help. What if some of the people say, hey, this is the challenge I went through when that door was, when I was waiting for it to open, this is how I went through that. That's gonna help. So the process of masterminding helps you master your mind because a sum total of bringing many minds together, you build a certain energy, a lump sum of, of batteries that is come together that elevates you to the next level. So by getting those batteries that elevate you to the next level, you are able to catapult your success and growth through the daily personal development. So this is what Rising Prime does. It helps you prime yourself to high peak state because you don't want to start your day in, in depression. You don't want to start your day in sadness. You want to start your day with ultimate positive high energy, high vibrations. So. Here, I give you the motivation, the inspiration, the education, the personal development. There, I give you the full application, the accountability. You're able to convert. It's a Zoom, so you're able to go back and forth. You're able to, like, you're able to specifically say, hey, I'm working on this. How can I? And then we're able to mastermind. So I really see a powerful group of healers growing together, building together, learning together, and then building such great movements, which then will have a catapult effect on this new planet, on this world. So if you want to be part of this movement, tap in below, comment below, I want to join this movement. Or just comment movement. All right, because guess what? This is not just a rising routine. It's not just a community. In fact, in the community itself, I bring to you holistic wellness practitioners. In fact, yesterday, I just met an amazing individual in which he has a big space where I will be interviewing holistic healers. Now, I'm going to be meeting some of the best top holistic healers, practitioners in the world. I'm speaking it because it's going global, right? Of course. Imagine if you could be in that group in the early stage of, of his development. That's what pe people don't really see that. And I, it's not my, uh, it's, I'm not supposed to tell people, uh, make people see my vision. But I just want to remind you. Most people, they'll be like, a year later, all right, I ain't going to join it. Five years later, like, oh, man, I should have been part of that in the beginning stages. And I'm like, oh, yeah, but I was in the trenches. I was in trenches. And I was talking to you when it was five people. Now, there's like 500. Now, you, you would have missed that intricate relationship with some powerful beings in the beginning of it. So that's the power of being in a community. Most people don't really realize that the people that you look up to now... The, the, the bigger people in these fields and the healing, like they all started somewhere. Like for instance, my teacher, Dr. Love, actually hit, his peer was like Queen of Four. Queen of Four, Dr. Love, a lot of Dr. Sebi, all of them, like they were literally peers. Now, as I grew, I found out that my peers now are the healers today and the healers tomorrow. 
So all these people that are gonna have major books, major sales, major deals, the voices that resonate through history, right? Like in the future, you're meeting them right now. They're in reach right now. You can connect with them right now. And I'm like, yo, people don't see that because they don't see it in themselves. They don't recognize that you are that healer that's going to be a big shifter. Like you, what you create, people are gonna read, people are gonna learn from. Yo, tap in now in the beginning stages because people have time when they're growing, but when they grew to a certain level and they're running a kingdom, the time is different. Like somebody could DM message me now, I get back to you within, but when I'm all the way across Africa, I won't be able to do that. And this is not about me, y'all. I'm talking about everybody that's going to come across in this community. The people you're going to meet and grow with and do business with and the new friends. Because sometimes you look around you and you're like, hey, nobody's really supporting me in my vision and my dream. Like nobody really understands where I'm coming from. And you feel alone. Like for a while, I walked through the path alone. And then I started to get into communities. Then I realized that, yo, it's so effective because it's like, yo, somebody else reminds you, look, yo, I went through that too. I'm growing through that myself. I've evolved out of it. Here's what I'm doing. Here's some insight. You hear a different voice and you hear that consistently daily. It's like you, you wake up with a certain energy, you plugged in. So I'm telling you, Rising Prime is where we actually do the work. It's where we come in, it's, where it's, it's a tribe because it's a community. And I see the tribe not just being this online gathering, but going to offline. So this tribe then transmuting into retreat, transmuting into different Rising Primes in all sections of the world. So this, will, is, this starts today in this way but it's going to grow to a whole nother level. So if you're looking for a community to grow with every single day, Rise and Prime through the Holistic Lifestyle Tribe is one of the most amazing ways to do so. I want to invite every single person here today, even if you don't have the ability to commit for the month, just try it out for one day. That's all I'm telling you. So you go to riseandprime.co, I want, I want to see action because a lot of people, they, they listen, they consume everything that's free, but they're afraid to show up. What are you afraid of? What are you scared of? Listen, you don't you want to empower millions? If you want to empower thousands, millions, don't you need, you need to be able to stand in a room with 10 and be able to speak your truth? So if you're scared of getting on Zoom, I need you to overcome that. That's the first listen. This is your practice room. This is, this is a place where you literally where you can put in the practice daily. So I, I don't need no more excuses from you. I don't have the money. Ain't no money involved. Oh, I don't have the time. You just need to pick one hour of your day. You can't afford not to start your day in a positive way. So listen, I want you to go to riseandprime.co. And if you're just ready to get your seven-day trial on point, go to holisticlifestyletribe.com and sign up for your seven-day trial to the Holistic Lifestyle Tribe. The most valuable thing that I'll be bringing, the most valuable, look, on the app, content, how to make videos, anyone, like, how to create content digitally so you can impact the world. In one place, workshops and seminars from the top healers, doctors, entrepreneur moguls, all of them. I have a show connecting with these people. All of them going to be bring, brought in. Connecting with other healers that's upcoming so you can see the process of. And then you're going to learn the art of Qigong. The, the art of Qigong. You're going to learn a, a practice that's been thousands of years old that could transform your energy. 
completely. Some of somebody says like, yo, I'm trying to get more intuitive. I want to get more at peace. I have so much emotion. I'm looking to heal. What's one of the best ways to do that? Qigong. It is a medical. It is it is a, it is a science. It's medicine. All right. So I want. It's not just. We don't just move and do random movements. We do healing movements. Okay. So remember, you want to show up to rise in pride. And for those of you who listen to this podcast regularly, you've been to rise in pride. You've been part of the tribe. You never showed up. I just want you to remind you. Listen. You could talk a good game. You you could listen all you want, but the moment you unless you start putting in the work, you start showing up, things things won't shift the way you, you you thought it would. You'd be surprised what happens when you just get in the room. Most people they're afraid to get in the room. Do you believe that you are the next generation of healers? Do, do I, I wish I could have y'all respond so I can hear y'all. I wish I could see you in person in a workshop. Do you believe that you're the next generation of healers? Do you believe that? If you believe that, I need you to stand up. Because the world needs you. And God placed me here for a purpose, for a reason. To remind you that the world needs your gift. And that's my message for the entire 2022 is that the world So, riseandprime.co or holisticlifestyletribe.com Anyways, I, that was my piece. I'm going to keep speaking it. Till the day I die. Because that's how I keep living. Remember, you have the unlimited power in you to achieve whatever it is that you want to reveal the true essence of you. Listen, it's gonna, if it's going to take knocking, if it's going to take getting creative in your knock, just keep on knocking. Listen, God gave you a gift, but it's up to you to reveal it. It's not what happened to you. It's how you respond to you. Respond to it. Setbacks or setups for your future. So remember, let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. <laughs> It's the Holistic Motivator, and I'm out. Peace.